Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and this is episode 220. We are going to talk about mineral, air, and water rights. And this all falls in the first section, property ownership, B, land characteristics and legal descriptions. We're going through the outline, the National Candidate Handbook outline. We're covering all the points that you need to know to pass that real estate examination. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, because I'm looking at all of these topics and there's a lot of information to cover, but we're going to get there, right? We cover all of this in the real estate course, but I thought it'd be great to also have some podcasts where we go over this information. And so we're on number five, one B five mineral air and water rights. Well, let's talk about mineral and air rights. First of all, when you purchase real estate, we learn in the course that you not only are purchasing land, and we've talked about this on some of our podcasts in the past, and we talk about this on YouTube videos that we've done, but when you purchase real estate, you not only purchase land, the the surface, but you actually are purchasing that parcel, if you buy a 75 by 150 lot, you actually, in many instances, own to the center of the earth and up into the air, okay? Now, it gets a little complicated because, for example, where I grew up in Flat River, Missouri, which is now Park Hills, Missouri, um, in Flat River, the mining company was there. And so when the mining company bought all of the land... They owned the surface, the subsurface, down to the center of the earth, and they owned the air rights. Well, they really had no use for the surface or the air rights. They just wanted the lead down in the ground. So they sold the surface and the air rights, and they retained the mineral rights. What I want you to understand about mineral and air rights and even the surface rights is that depending on what you are purchasing when you get the deed and you have to look at the deed and that's why you have to look at the abstract or the title insurance and find out what am I purchasing? Am I just getting the surface and the air? Am I just getting a block of air? You know, I saw a really cool condominium building downtown Chicago and I was looking it up and some of those units go from like 850000 to the penthouse goes for $15 million. And that's just a block of air up in the sky. <laughs> that's what you're buying, $15 million block of air. Now you have views all over Chicago from the 99th floor or 100th floor, and you can see Lake Michigan, and I'm, it's a two-story penthouse, and it's breathtaking but it's $15 million for a block of air. Do you see how real estate values can go up or down depending on the location? I could never 
build a condominium in Farmington, Missouri, a hundred stories in the air because there's no demand for that. And I, I'm sure couldn't get $15 million, but in downtown Chicago, you can with the right views or in Manhattan or even on the beach in Miami, right? That small parcel of ground becomes very valuable because you can go up in the air and you can sell off air rights. Just like the land in Flat River was valuable to St. Joe because of the mineral rights, you can now begin to see that ownership rights in real estate not only run horizontally, the, the ground you're walking on, right? You know, from 75 feet here to 150 feet there, not only do you own the rights horizontally across on the surface, but you also own the rights vertically from the center of the earth to infinity. And so you can sell off your rights. And it's important for you, a couple of quick checks here for real estate agents, find out when you list a property, what are the rights that a person will be getting from this transaction? If they're only getting the surface rights and they're not getting air rights or mineral rights, that could hurt the value a little bit. If you are in Flat River and you're buying, and it's Park Hills now, and you're purchasing 10 acres and the mineral rights come with it, it might be worth a little bit more than 10 acres without the mineral rights. So I just want you to understand that mineral and air rights not only run horizontally, but they run vertically as well. And you can sell off specific rights to that property. Now, think about an airport. When it expands, if it's infringing in some of the airspace of the owners near the airport, the airport normally has to purchase those properties from the owners because they will be invading their airspace that they own. Now, some of you may say, well, John, you mean I could stop jets from flying over my house? Well, it really depends. The law sets out how close and those parameters on whether or not you could prohibit someone from flying over your property or not. And again, that's why airports need to purchase properties when they are expanding because there are rules and laws on how close they can actually fly over someone's property. But at some point away from the runway, they can fly over your house if it's deemed not to be a nuisance and it falls within the legal law that they are allowed. Hopefully that makes sense. But again, I'm hoping you are kind of seeing how air rights, mineral rights, all begin to uh, surface rights, all have a, have a part and a play in the real estate transaction. You can sell your rights and you own your rights in the air, on the surface, and down below. Now, under this section, very quickly, you also need to know some things about water rights. We have riparian rights, and those are the rights that someone owns next to a river bank. I like to remember 
R for river and R for riparian, right? And you have littorial rights, L for lake. Next, those are the rights next to a lake. So riparian, littorial rights, those are all rights, uh, water rights that we call. There are other definitions I love my students to know. Um, accretion is the slow buildup of soil. Erosion is the slow tearing away of soil. Avulsion is a quick, sudden tearing away of property, okay? So avulsion is quickly, sudden tearing away. Erosion takes some time for that property to leave the, you know, the owner's riverbank or whatever. But avulsion is quickly, okay? Keep that in mind. And then at some point, that land goes downstream and it may... The accretion is this, the buildup of soil on someone else's property. There are lots of definitions in this category. That's why it's good to buy our digital flashcards at Global Real Estate School because you can download those to your phone and take them with you wherever you go. So check that out. And hey, you've got to check out my real estate exam coach. Now, I've been getting great feedback on this and students passing the exam using it for a long time, but we've just added a bunch of new questions and a lot of new stuff. You've got to check it out. It's my real estate exam coach. You can go to www. You got to put that in for some reason, myrealestateexamcoach.com and or you can go to globalrealestateschool.com and check it out there. Again, be sure and check out My Real Estate Exam Coach. We have digital flashcards, and we actually have the pre-licensed school where we can help you get a license in many states around the United States. Check us out, globalrealestateschool.com. Wow, a 10-minute podcast. But there's some questions you're going to have from this podcast on your exam. So I hope I've helped you. Hey, tell somebody else about Global Real Estate School. We want to be your number one source for real estate education. I appreciate you listening so much. Be sure and subscribe. Be sure and subscribe to our podcast. Like us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. We have an Amazon skill. We love you and we thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.